0: jo India, we are all talking about Arnab Goswami. But let's also talk about sedition and jingoism, hate speech and freedom of expression, newsroom lynchings and media freedom. And also about how our law courts respond when confronted with some of these crucial issues. But first, listen to this line said by Arnab Goswami in his newsroom soon after he got bail. You! have dared to treat journalists and people working in media organizations like terrorists. You have dared to treat journalists like terrorists, said Arnab, referring to his treatment by Maharashtra police. But in the courtroom of his own TV studio, he has labelled several fellow Indians as terrorists, abused them, shamed them repeatedly with zero evidence. Does that make Maharashtra police's action right? No, it smacks of politics. And the Supreme Court was right in granting Arnab bail. But what about those targeted by Arnab in his courtroom? Don't they deserve the same fairness that he demands for himself? And while we don't get fairness from Arnab's biased partisan courtroom, surely we can expect that from our nation's law courts. Take a look at this cartoon by Manjul. It shows our courts letting one crow, that's Arnab, fly free. While many other birds, other individuals remain caged, remain jailed. Speaking to the quint, Supreme Court lawyer Karuna Nandi asked bluntly, Why do Arnab Goswami's civil liberties get protected so swiftly? Why does he get a get out of jail free card when he regularly damages the civil liberties of others? Why? Does Orlov Goswami civil liberties get protected in a swift and robust way and why does he get a get out of jail free card when he every night, not every night but many nights damages the civil liberties of others. She also asked why our courts were inconsistent when it came to defending civil liberties. Nandi and others have raised the case of Sudha Bhardwaj, human rights activist and Bhima Koregaon case accused. In September 2020, the Supreme Court refused to consider Bhardwaj's interim bail plea. Despite the fact that even after two years in jail, she was yet to be charged, evidence against her had never been shared and all she wanted since she was diabetic and almost 60 was to be tested for COVID-19. Instead, the Supreme Court told her, you have a bail plea pending in Bombay High Court, go there. But then Arnab Goswami too had a bail plea pending at Alibag Sessions Court. But the Supreme Court heard his plea and granted him bail. Why two different yardsticks? We are forced to ask. While Sudha Bhardwaj stays on in jail, Arnab returns to his newsroom to target who else but Sudha Bhardwaj whom he routinely abuses as anti-national, as a, as a desh drohi without a shred of evidence. While granting Arna Bail, the Supreme Court Justice D.Y. Chandrachood said, If we as a constitutional court do not lay down law and protect liberty, then who will? If we don't interfere in this case today, we will be travelling down a path of destruction. Very rightly said, But what Supreme Court lawyers like Dushan Dave, who is also president of the Supreme Court Bar Association, are asking of the apex court is this. Yes, protect personal liberty, but then do it consistently. Dave mentions how former finance minister P. Chidambaram spent months in jail waiting for his bail petition to be heard. Some may argue that while Sudha Bhardwaj was arrested under the UAPA anti-terror law, Goswami's is an abetment of suicide case, so their bail pleas would be examined differently. But the fact is, some people have been arrested under UAPA to take advantage of its draconian conditions where the accused can be held for months without framing charges or sharing evidence. Look at the case of Pindra Thor activist Devangana Kalita. The Delhi High Court granted her bail in a Northeast Delhi violence case in which she had been charged with attempt to murder, rioting and criminal conspiracy. The court said she only took part in a peaceful agitation which is her right, that the police had no evidence of her making a hate speech or instigating violence and she should not be further harassed, should not be kept under unjustified detention. But in another case, Devangana faces the same charges under UAPA, and since under UAPA, the police does not have to show any evidence, she has not been granted bail. So, the same judicial system has granted her bail and refused her bail for the same charge. Isn't that a travesty of justice? Isn't that a trampling of personal liberty, the very same personal liberty that the Supreme Court so proactively protected in Arunab Goswami's case? Why should months and years pass before the Supreme Court acts in other such cases? In the case of Jammu and Kashmir as well, the Supreme Court has ignored scores of habeas corpus petitions against possible illegal detentions. And by their very definition, habeas corpus petitions need to be addressed urgently. The court has also delayed listening to constitutional challenges to the end of JNK's special status and for so long that it is now fast becoming the new status quo. Doesn't this hurt the liberty of lakhs of fellow Indians living in Jammu and Kashmir? Yes, it does. In the more recent case of journalist Siddiqui Kappan too, bail seems unlikely. Why? Again, UAPA. He was arrested on charges of sedition under UAPA on 5th October 2020 while heading with three others to cover the Hathras gang rape case. He has not been named in the related FIR. Police claim he was arranging funds for a terrorist act but no evidence has been shared. Is the evidence there? We don't know. Just like the case of Devangana Kalita, could it be that there isn't any evidence? Yes. But is the police obliged to share evidence? No. Why? Because of UAPA, over 40 days in jail and counting, could this also be a travesty of justice worthy of the Supreme Court's intervention? Yes, our law courts upheld the liberty of Arnab. We hope they do the same for Siddiqui as well. Lastly, we heard the Supreme Court suggest, if we defer with Arnab in ideology, we needn't watch his channel. That's right, but when what he says is hate speech, Can it still be ignored? Ye jo India hai na, our courts need to tell us. How does my tweet or speech become sedition or hate speech while Arnab's inflammatory statements on air are called journalism? And how easy would it be to get bail for that?